0: hey ladies i'm Lakendra, kendra and i'm lamisha and we are them dope wives with 30 years of collective experience we're here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really like
1: the ups the downs the ins the outs what, 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 what about the for better for worse
0: in sickness and in health you know doing your part till death do you part oh yes of course that too and real talk, we might even spill a little tea and tell somebody's business. Mm, are you looking for something really real? Then honey, pull up a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we dish on all things marriage. Well friends, welcome to another episode of Them Dope Wives. We are in the house today with a whole lot of stuff we got going on. I'm your girl, LaKendra, in the house with my homegirl, my what's co-host.
1: What's up, lady. what's up? is pretty, pretty? how y'all doing this is LaMisha welcome welcome welcome
0: hey girl man I'm gonna tell you what I I am not ready for the weather to change
1: well tomorrow is gonna be different than it was today versus the day before and the day after it's just it's ridiculous over here
0: this gets a weather I needed to just make up its mind and do one thing like I'm okay with cold weather because I'm from the north where we have cold weather, but mm-hmm. I'm not cool with the, with like this up, down, up, down, up, down. Like I can't keep up. Like, is it, is it spring or not? Like what's going on Texas?
1: Listen, as you know, if you don't like the weather in Texas, just stick around. It's going to change within 24 hours. we exactly. literally had a head of snow on Friday Man, um, it's shorts and crop tops on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, dresses on on Sunday. I promise you. Then it'll be a hailstorm Sunday night.
0: I promise you. In one whole week, in one week, (laughs) we have had we have had a warm warm spring weather. Then we turned around and put our winter coats back on. Right. I'm talking about with the fur on the inside. Like it it got cold into the twenties. Okay, yes. then we turned around and we had some rain. Like I'm just trying to understand it. It's and it's it's irritating me, especially when you got a little toddler and y'all want to be outside. Like we're trying to be outside, and the weather mm-hmm. won't let us be. Great, you
1: cannot be outside because the weather is like, come out here right. if you dare, Mother Nature. Right. Is like, come out here if you dare. So, dear Jesus, please, uh, <laughs> let this weather get consistent in Texas, cause, uh, uh. Yes, like you have to literally like dress in like shorts and a crop top, right? With flip flops on, and then put on some sweatpants on top, and a sweatshirt, and then a fur coat, mm. um, a visor with a beanie on top,
0: Mm-mm. and
1: some UGG boots, and then just kind of wait around and see you and know. see what it's gonna do. Right, right.
0: This is why I <laughs> incessantly check the weather before we get dressed every day. I don't even. I don't blindly play those games. Like some folks, I'd be like, I don't know what y'all thought. They be out here playing games, like you just getting <laughs> dressed according to what you what it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. You either gonna be hot or cold and you're gonna be mad at yourself all at the same time. But anyway, right. right. It's stuff going on other than the weather. <laughs> it
1: is. Um,
0: it's it's stuff going on in in, in the marriages and whatnot. <clears throat> y'all over here having vacation. I'm sitting up here looking out the window uh uh singing uh uh,
1: wishing on a star (laughs) (laughs) no girl yes we we went to new york Uh uh-huh Well, we are spring break is earlier than other schools like some of the schools going on spring break right now but we went to new york and we got it and we had a whole new york experience this is my kids like first time really being there Hmm. Oh, and it nice. was fun. Like you can literally stand on any corner in Times Square and start singing. Mm-hmm. Concrete jungle, where things are made of. Hey, and the rest of the city will join in. Hey, the energy is different. The food yeah. is different the people are different like it's crazy oh what i didn't mention was like right in the middle of central park while we was there they had a whole ukraine rally oh wow and um it was borderline scary um for two reasons because i was like okay all of y'all are gathered together in one spot and this is being televised like don't do that because we here and um uh i don't want it to pop off because our hotel was right in Times square and then oh. second, you know, so having to explain to my kids what that was about. Um and then also explaining to them like um like we're not really participating. This is not really about us because the way they <laughs> treat African Americans in the Ukraine who are that trying to um get to a place of safety. safety um part. they're being denied that. So so, yeah, we're we mm. sorry for them and boo to Russia for just, you know, running up on them like that,
0: boo. just running
1: up on somebody and stealing off on them. And ain't even know you're like Thumbs nobody. Down. Right. Nobody likes that. But again, the way that Ukraine is treating African-Americans, mm, not really feeling y'all either. So nope. it's like, um yeah. do y'all. We're to go over here and do us.
0: You know what's crazy is that it's like, oh it's like it's like a world issue, right? Because we could pretend this could potentially be the pop off to World War Three. I know ain't nobody thought about it but me, but I've been thinking about it because I'm like, let me uh brush up on some Bible prophecy. So there's that part. But then there's also like the black white of it all. And I hate that because it, it, you know you want to be you want to be for all people at all times right like right. you want to be like man i feel for the ukrainians but also you live in your skin you know what i'm saying and so right. that's the hard part is it's like i live in this skin and you know this skin uh causes me to stand in solidarity with brothers and sisters throughout the world right who who live in this skin too and it it burned my nerves to see that like when i say i was legit pissed like i was hella mad when i saw this because i mean it's it's the thing you know the internet has made the world a small place and when Mm -hmm. you see them legitimately denying them access like it makes you think about a whole lot of other things especially when we think about like wasn't it just last year that we had Haitians trying to flee to the United States who were not who were denied and then mm-hmm. sent back to the rubble that that they were trying to escape from like these people were fleeing natural disaster yes. and and we denied them access did nobody have no fundraisers for Haiti I don't remember seeing a national campaign to help uh, to help fund the rebuilding uh of haiti behind a major was that an earthquake i believe it was so we we or hurricane something it was a major natural disaster and my brain is freezing up on me but the bottom line is that like we we just saw refugees trying to and is it because there's not people chasing them that we that we that we lack the compassion you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like
1: or is it the skin
0: that they living in I'm trying to stay marital. As you know,
1: as you know, it's the skin. It's like we can't mm. really have a real. There can never be like a true war about political issues because there's mm. always small battles about race and injustice mm. going on inside of them. So there's mm. never, there's never anything pure about. Yeah. Oh, we don't, you know, we don't like you. You said something about our mama. Yeah. It's always you said something about our mama and you black and yeah. y'all. Like chicken and watermelon like it's like it's never
0: it's never like
1: I think that's the that. unfortunate part though
0: right I mean that's really the unfortunate part because like I said I, I mean I love all kinds of people I have friends of all kinds and I love them all it just it really breaks my heart that we are realistically having to reduce down you know because as a human race we could be so much greater if we all just treated one another with the same levels of respect and kindness and courtesy, you know, and human decency and, mm-hmm. you know,
1: and care. But we're not doing it. We're not. And we are forced we to. Made it. Yeah. Well, we can't even be um, sympathetic to people who are being oppressed. Now, we can be empathetic because we've yeah. been oppressed, but we cannot be sympathetic at this this time because it's like, yeah, yeah. You look out there in the streets,
0: right? It is, <laughs> but like I said, I mean, Ukraine is all that's going on in the news anymore. Um, yes. And the impending, yes. you know, or are we send, Are we gonna go to war? We're sending supplies. Are the supplies gonna make it, you know, um, what's Putin over there doing with his crazy,
1: crazy, all of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the fact that we've cut off everything to rush it girl mcdonald's right. i saw no i said no more big macs (laughs) (laughs) no No more product they said you can't have no. ice cream cream
0: machine is off it's working but it's off (laughs) it's off for you
1: we ain't got no
0: vanilla ain't none right right
1: everything everything is being cut off like all of social media i mean even this podcast if we cut off Netflix cut off. If we had viewers that were in or listeners in Russia or in the Ukraine, they have no access. Like everything is being cut off. There was a message from the owner of Instagram who um, has, you know, people's Instagram is being used against them. So he encouraged all of the Ukrainians to make their profile private. And um to use a difference, something else different he set up. Now again, you know, not sympathetic. So I ain't listened to the whole message. I was like, my Instagram work, holla. But um <laughs> he set up a whole platform for them or something else so that Ukrainians could have access and use it for communication and a means to of awareness about what's going on and it not be yeah. um, it wouldn't be subject to you know harm because of it. Yeah. So um everybody is wow. um, anti Russia right now. Yeah. And yeah. so it's just it's ugly. Mm, mm, mm. It's
0: unfortunate. So prayers go out. Um but you know more prayers going out to the to the to the to the black Ukrainians.
1: Kinda yes. not
0: kinda not really sorry. But yeah. it's unfortunate. I'm I'm praying for y'all a little bit harder because it's 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 hard. pray for y'all just uh, two, three yeah a little time multi- right <laughs> yes 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 But the way we're talking about you can't crying today right we're talking about wifeness and wife yeah and wife things so and this change the is month
1: changed. of change yes
0: it's all things new in march everything yes, new things- in march and and today we're just talking about how change is hard change is hard mm. in the wife. girl news. It, it it's hard as you grow and i feel like this is going to be really good for our new new like our fresh out the gate married for the people that are just like you just got here and everything is just shiny like you you still looking at your wedding ring like oh my gosh yes. i'm
1: somebody's wife Yay. everything is Yay. new and fresh and beautiful and
0: fun
1: what? so cute <laughs> he's so cute you just wake up staring at him like oh look at my baby baby. (laughs) oh my gosh honey
0: y'all still kissing with the morning breath
1: oh
0: Oh. Oh, right yeah you you quit that at the while. you quit you like bro listen Mm. listen please don't kill me with the dragon in the morning
1: right don't even roll over here
0: you know what, just on that note real quick before we jump into it, there was a man who posted this thing. He he said, um, he put it out there. He said, hey, hey, friends, you know, I, I was trying to kiss my wife this morning and I hadn't brushed my teeth yet. And she refused me. And all I wanted was a kiss. And now I'm over here feeling bad, feeling rejected. Like, who's wrong in this situation? Should I have brushed my teeth first or should she have just kissed me? And... I don't know. I'm team no kiss. Like, you can might get a little smooch off, but you're not finna get no uh no real kiss action. Like, ain't gonna be no tongue action in the morning. You can get this little peck, and then like, don't linger. Like, ugh. Because mm-hmm. your breath is mm-hmm. from yesterday.
1: I kiss my like literally. So when I get up in the morning, my husband is still asleep. I get up and uh, you know I got to get going before he does. And I kiss him on the forehead because I don't want to engage. It's it is Mm -hmm. it is just. First off, it is not um, fair. It is not (laughs) safe. (laughs) And what what does it serve? Like who does it serve to (laughs) to subject yourself or your spouse Mm -hmm. to that part of? you're being like how is it going to pro- progress your relationship it's every morning <laughs> I have uh, to be victim you know what I'm saying like I'm a victim not a of, victim yeah I'm a victim I am <laughs> I am I have resentment mm. I have tr- trauma I have ptsd like no not ptsd like, PTSD, because every time you you turn over, like, you wake up in the morning, like, huh, you scared, because, <laughs> you know, like, he coming with the dragon, and so uh, you just, mornings are a struggle, because now you feel like, uh-uh, I don't know if I'm I gonna am- be here with the holotosis. Right, and then, <laughs> you, walk, you know, anytime you're walking around the city, yeah. and you get a whiff of something close to it, you flash back to the morning, it's like, oh, huh, <gasps> you know <laughs> what I'm it's PTSD, <laughs> you traumatized. Yeah, from the morning dragon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I you know what I'm with that. I'm not I'm team no kiss because I promise you just don't it just don't feel right. It just can't even like you can't get ain't nobody that impassioned that no you need to like can we not like freshen up the situation? And yeah. then I'm conscious too, like don't you get up in the morning and brush your teeth and then come over here and then be trying to engage me and I got the dragon. Like True. don't do it it's nastiness like ugh you can get a little smooch but no open mouth action open mouth is just disgusting
1: I'm sorry and, and can I be honest like really the fresh like like gargle like the fresh toothpaste mouth mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. It's not engaging as well like it's mm-hmm. is that just me I'm like I like for, get your pH right first off um not because pH. like your breath shouldn't have, like, it shouldn't be scary. It shouldn't smell. So too like, much freshness is scary? Not too much freshness. is the toothpaste smell. Like, okay, a Listerine or something that smells like or feels like chewed gum or something like that is fine. But I don't like cinnamon. I don't, don't, um, I mean, maybe yeah. that's part, maybe that's just a me thing. But yeah. I just, like, even during the day, like. Uh-huh. You should have your, your breath should have a mute smell. So it and can't it, smell like anything. I mean, like if, if you just ate something and there's, you know, an a expectation, hint. right. Yeah. But if you have a lingering smell, I mean, we know that onions and garlic do a thing. Yeah. But if you have like a lingering smell or something that is just not like that, mute, that old man must that I hate. Oh, how that we even talking so about this? But listen, Y'all get your pH right. Drink some aloe vera <laughs> juice, um, some mint, something that can, some cilantro, something that cleanses, you know, your, uh, uh, oh, hold on, hold on, what is it called? It's a chlorophyll. Me. Chlorophyll. Uh, uh, Drink some chlorophyll, chlorophyll because yeah. it is a natural deodorizer. Oh. Put it in your water. It has a minty kind of um, hmm. flavor and smell. It de- It's Look into natural deodorizers. Get your pH right before mm. the approach, is what I'm mm. saying.
0: Mm. Yeah, get you your pheromones it? and all, all of those things all in your line. Pheromones and anything? Okay. Get it in
1: line. Ugh. But uh, you
0: gotta get you gotta get real ready to kiss Lamisha. <laughs> You're about to get, Girl, your <laughs> get your pH together. <laughs> <laughs> well, get your pH together. You're special. get your pH right because I honestly that's one of those things that change. Whenever you are going from being a new wife to a seasoned wife right because when yes. you knew you ain't caring about no pH you ain't caring about no uh you ain't caring about the dragon actually you think it's kind of sweet like oh I, he was willing to kiss me even with his stinky breath yes because boys are <laughs> nasty girl ugh nasty this, this is so funny you get you get married and then you then you've been married when you've been married. Mm-hmm. You're like, girl, men are gross. Ew, they're nasty. Come on now. Like, hey, yes. well, it's cute when you're dating because you don't know better. But then you get married and you're like, y'all are disgusting. And I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Go brush your teeth and then like you're hold nasty. some water in your mouth and get your pH together. Get LaMisha your pH
1: together because yeah, not really like
0: it. <laughs> but there are many seasons, you know, in marriage that that happen. So I mean, we've talked about this before. Um things change, things happen, things shift. And yeah. then, you know, underneath the umbrella of the wifedom, within the wifedom, and it's not just about your man changing, it's about you. It's about you changing and the different seasons that you go through as a woman, um, going from a young woman to a middle-aged woman, and then to a seasoned woman, I would say there are different things that you are willing to deal with, tolerate, and accept. And that's why we hear such different stories from women who get married in their 20s versus Mm -hmm. women who get married in their late 30s early 40s because you are a completely different person at these different phases or seasons Mm -hmm. of your life you know um I would say Misha I don't know about you but I would say that I'm a different wife today and if I were to be get if I were to be a new wife today versus when I was a new wife in my, in my
1: mid twenties, that Mm -hmm. I would be a completely, it would be a whole different ball of wax. Listen, I have been a different wife several times. Like I've been, I have, I know that I have changed and been a different wife, like Mm at least two, three, uh, 17, 23 times. Just just between them hundred times. It is inevitable, right? Yeah, I think so. And then even though just just to talk about all of the things that being a wife encompass, you know, just like just all of wifedom, Mm -hmm. just the things that have to happen, you know, in in different seasons. And and, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you know, you're a wife with no kids, then you're a wife with kids, then you're a wife with, you know, toddlers, your wife with independent children, like. You're, then your wife would, you know, empty nester. Like, there's just so mm-hmm. many different seasons of wifedom. You know, you in your 20s and it's popping. Yeah. You in your 30s and you settled. You in your 40s and you transitioning. You know, like. But do you find it interesting that to, to earmark being a wife
0: by as your children grow? Hmm. Because, you know, I, I don't. I think it's we entangle being a wife and being a mother. It seems because it's a different relationship, right? There's a relationship that you have. And I just want to earmark that because I don't want women to get confused in like you're equating how you are as a wife to the phase that you have in your children, but you're just realizing the person that you are Mm
1: -hmm.
0: at the phases of what's happening with your children, right? How you're responding.
1: Yeah, I I believe that. And I believe that, they are completely different but i also believe that they are connected mm. because there's no lie every person with a child knows this that your children they help you see yourself differently mm. right yeah. and so you can be in a season and not know that you were in that season mm-hmm. but your child will help you see that you were in a season of low patience you know mm, and yeah you think, you think that your husband is just irritating you but then your mm-hmm. child will show you no it's that you have a lack of patience mm-hmm. with daily interactions and different tasks with your child and then if you are self-aware you can look to yourself and be like you know what i'm having a patience issue and it showed up in my marriage and i didn't even realize it until it showed up with my kids mm, you know that's good and, yeah and so that they could again your The time or the place where your children are can help be an indicator and a reflection to the season that you are in. Mm, I think that that's good for sure. As I try
0: to think about myself as a mother and a wife now, I definitely feel like I'm a different wife as a mother than I was as just, you know, a no children, footloose, fancy free Wife, And I'm not just talking about like the ability to have sex wherever you want to, because I think that a lot of people think about that part. Right. They're thinking, Mm -hmm. you know, I can't I can't do it in my living room spontaneously no more because, you know, even if my kids are asleep, I'm tripping over toys and it could be potentially dangerous, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's not even that. It's that like the way that I the way I see myself Mm -hmm. is different. And the way that I see myself. Like directly translates to how I interact and how I engage with my husband, right? Because sex is different because I feel different sexually because I've mm-hmm. had a child, right? And yeah. it takes something different for me to get into that, you know, to that ooey place, I would say, than it does, um, than it did before we had a child. Um, yeah. And I think that, you know, there are all these different seasons. And I think it's good to just keep track of that cuz i'm i'm seeing that even in my husband like men change after children you know
1: yeah um, yeah my husband is motivation for affection is different so um my daughter is extremely affectionate with mm-hmm. me and she is not affection as affectionate with him like she makes him um work for affection right and of mm. course, I discourage, I discourage that because um, I don't want that to translate as she gets older. You know, yeah. I can see as a woman that there should not be, when there is love, there shouldn't be work for affection, right? And she yeah. does that to him um, mm. naturally. And it is crazy. I don't know where she get it from because it's not something she got from me. Mm-hmm. But, and, and I... And so he does it. He works for her affection. Like he will want to give her things and 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 do things, whatever she says. And sometimes she'd be talking to him on out of the side of her head oh and i'm like no i'll step in and be like no you don't get to talk to him like that and no you don't get to get in and and no we don't want your affection you know because you (laughs) you thought that this was the way that you know that you had to pay for it. he had to pay for it and and that's not fair my husband will be like it's okay and i'm like no it cannot be okay because that's what the expectation you're setting for all men now he didn't he had a younger sister um Mm -hmm. and and of course a mother that you know lived in a home with him but he did not see healthy relationships and if you know my husband you know his story he did not see healthy relationships when he was growing up in turn I was surrounded by married people my entire life Mm. and the example you said as a father with girls is is how they grow up right right it makes you know what you need and what you expect from another man, you know, it kind of shapes that. So
0: yeah, I think men that's definitely
1: it. change when it comes to kids and, you know, that kind of stuff. I feel like that might be actually the
0: key to, you know, why we change whenever we have children in marriage and we enter into that parenthood season, because it's about the modeling of the behavior, right? It's about yeah. like, now I have a different responsibility to rear this human and to make them to be a good human, right? I want, because I'm always thinking about one day my son is going to be somebody's husband, right? And I have to etch into mm-hmm. him now because I have 18 short years um, to carve into his character and mm-hmm. and to give him like all the yummy goodness that is, you know, what it means to be a good person Um, how to love a woman well, all these different things, Um, how to be upstanding, you know, how to how to how to be a man of his word, how to have good character, how to, you know, do all of these things so that when he goes out into society and he's outside of our roof that he can i would say do us proud you know um and 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 be an upstanding human being so i think that when you're thinking about raising an upstanding human being and that becomes like a huge focus then you're a lot more conscious to how you engage with your spouse all around right cuz i'm always thinking about well am i giving my son something to want Mm, am, mm-hmm. am I exemplifying for him the kind of woman that he would want to marry? Mm-hmm. Or am I demonstrating for him all of the bad things that he would run away from mm-hmm. whenever he grows up and he's able to make a spousal decision for himself?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of responsibility. And we have to, and it's compact you know the the season that we have our kids those you know 18 you know or so years and so they definitely kind of make the priority Mm -hmm. what you know what the kid sees and what they experience and some of the priority does come off of the the tangible realness Mm -hmm. uh in your actual can it can You know, you know, change the tangible realness of the actual marriage that you have. If you're busy demonstrating and learning and teaching, are you also busy investing, growing and, you know, having real true intimacy and interaction with your spouse? I would say in a perfect relation
0: marital situation, you would be because that's your focus. Right. That like raising children makes you focus on your marriage because you want to make sure that whatever they see is good and healthy and right. Mm-hmm. Um, And I feel for the people that feel like they, instead of fighting for that and doing that work and pressing through and demonstrating for their kids what it means to work hard and to persevere with somebody and to labor in love with somebody and to come out victorious, what we as a society show children today is that the best solution is to do whatever makes you feel good, whatever makes you feel happy, whatever fills your individual um cup, and mm-hmm. walk away if you have to because it's toxic. Yeah. I feel like that's a thing too. Like it's too much of this like toxic, what's toxic. I I don't know that half of us understand what's toxic and
1: what's really character building and constructive. Yes, toxicity is definitely the term of the season. Um, like what's toxic behavior? This is a toxic relationship. You're mm-hmm. that attribute is toxic, you know. Mm-hmm. Everything is about toxic toxicity at this point, um, in you know, in society. And I I don't know, I haven't really subscribed to mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. um everybody has something, people are people, and we're imperfect mm-hmm. and When you think about something that's toxic, you think about Mm -hmm. something that is not good for you, it hurts you, stay away from it, it's dangerous. But when it comes to marriage, something that is like that, that's where you really have to dig in. Mm -hmm. You really have to uncover that thing, take it apart, Mm -hmm. feel it out what it is, and you have to work through and fix it. And you don't do that when something is toxic. When something is toxic, you leave it alone, you put a lid on it, tape it up and put it in the garage. Uh, Right. Or just out altogether. Yes, or put it out altogether, like put it yeah. on the curb, be done with it, be right? Be done with it. Cancel it. Cancel culture, right? But yeah. you, can't, you can't do that in real relationships. You can't label something as toxic mm. and then walk away from it.
0: You know what's crazy? You I think is that thinking. a lot of, I, you know, I, I agree. And I think what's crazy is that a lot of us, whenever we're deeming things to be toxic, that sometimes we are actually the toxic piece and I think that introspection and reflection is so needed so that we can know what what's the what's the what's the effed up piece I hate this I'm trying to find a better term, but what's the jacked up part of this like what one of these things is like infected with the bad juju you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and sometimes we're the bad juju you know what I'm saying I think we're so busy like um uh focusing outwardly like we're not doing the homework or taking the time to focus inward to say, okay, is it me? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, I appreciate having good friends that call me out or, challenge me to think differently about how I'm thinking you know what I'm saying um just to to help you kind of process through like you know I was irritated like Misha you're always good for like some introspection you seem to be a deep thinker anyway and so whenever I'm thinking about something we're talking and you're like yeah no if you think about it like this you know you might come out with a different feeling and then I have to sit with that and go man you know what That might be something to think about. That might be something Mm. to consider. That might be something to just process through. Because the fact of the matter is that, like, there are some things that that are not so bad. Like, I can share this. You know, we're always talking about housework, right? It's it's important. Um, It's something that needs to be done. If you don't do it, your house probably nasty. And if you got peace in that, then, you know, power to you. But if it burns your nerves, like it does for me, Mm. um, then then you may understand how it feels whenever you are, if you're a housewife and you want to keep your house clean, but you can't keep your house clean because you're always picking up behind somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be a frustration. Right. Um, and I was saying before that, that, that I feel like that's, that's my job. And and if, if I'm working my job and you are messing up in my place of work, then you're making my job harder. Um, but you gave me some good advisement that, you know, if you think about this as part of the job, then it it, it doesn't, it, it shifts your thought process, right? And it helps you to yeah. frame things differently so that you're not thinking about, you're making work hard for me. More or less, you're thinking that this is what goes with the territory. Yes. and. That's, I think, what so many other wives need is understand that over time, your attitudes can change, that your rhythms can change, that your routines can change. But how you frame your thinking around that is all the matter. And it may not necessarily be a toxic situation more than it is you got some stinking thinking.
1: You got some stinking thinking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know, yes, yes. And you got some and some re exploration of the job description. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And who wrote the job description? Right? Did you write the job description together? Mm-hmm. Did your husband or did you write the job description solo? And did you share the job description Right. You know, because okay. you can't be a housewife, write the job description and then wonder why ain't nobody abiding by, you know, asking you to do stuff that is outside of what they believe is your job description. Right. Mm. And it's the same thing about wife And, mm. you know, if you are not meeting with your co-workers yeah, right? <laughs> regularly. and having you know meetings about the expectation for the team and the goals for the team and things like that then you are going to be a hamster on a wheel um mad and upset because you ain't going nowhere and there's no progress there's no change and you stuck in a season that's that's a good point that's a good point um and I, I'm interested to hear like
0: from our listeners. Can y'all let us know like what are some things that you're that you've been frustrated about that you find yourself having some stinking thinking about that you're just like on the fence about and that you feel mm-hmm. like, you know what, am I am I sucking, right? How can I make this new? And I think part of making that new, um, the, I think the key to that is really gonna be just changing your thought process. It's gonna be yes. reframing Uh, the thought it's going to be like for, for, I mean, I don't, I believe in therapy for couples. I believe in um, couples walking together and helping one another out so that you can have a successful marriage. People success is not just giving up, throwing in the towel and just saying, you know what? He was so toxic. I had to go. That's, Mm -hmm. that's not success. That's actually failure. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That's failure. Mm -hmm. You know, um, to say okay he was my soulmate when i was 25 but like now he's not my soulmate at 45 why what Mm. happened what changed you know whose attitude needs to shift right and Mm. i think it's about to having grace having grace in the areas that you feel like need to be fixed and changed and these are this is us doing our part right Mm -hmm. um because having grace does not mean that you run out. Right? There are some people that are going to say, "How much can I take? How much can I deal with? How much can I endure?" You know, I'm tired of X and Y and Z. Mm-mm. But have you challenged your own thinking about the situation? Right? Yeah. I mean, if if my issue is like, listen, sir, can we can we manage to put the clothes inside of the hamper? actually versus like hanging out or down and around the hamper (laughs) you know what I'm saying it's right there can we just get it in there you know or you know if those are the issues that you're having you know can you can you consider that as it's just part of the job I just I pick up the clothes wherever they are yeah and I make sure that they get cleaned it's Um, part of the job as part of the job. So, I mean, I think in challenging our thinking and it's, you know, is a big, big, big part of us being able to experience change gracefully and come out on the winning side in marriage, especially if you're trying to hit that 50 years, like grandma, like grandma,
1: listen. Okay. So let's switch it up. What about changing home decor so we're talking about this you know change but there's a lot more to changes with marriage I mean like are you a person that every new season you have to change and give your home a new fresh feel to bring in new fresh vibes are you walking around with the with this stuff they they burn say are you burning sage and incense and clearing out energy and spirits and yeah you know and and revamping the front door decorations the pillows and the welcome sign are you are you that person when it comes to like home decor um i want to be in my heart of
0: things <laughs> like i've i've been i've got a pinterest board going with that that's called organization for all mm-hmm. these women that are out there i saw a woman and this is no kidding like this chick's garage was dreamy. Like she had all of these different things severely organized. Like she had these, these different um, garage cabinets for seasonal change out every season. I mean, this, Mm. this woman had like flowers, vases, um, wreaths, um, anything that you can think of to change the look of the house for a season. Like, mm. and she changed her house seasonally. I was like, wow, that right. looks awesome. But me trying to do that would look like a whole lot of bags from various stores, just, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Trying Around to get that stuff. Or, or I try to do bins, like I would have 15 bins, and then I'm like, what has what in what bin? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I think, I think I would need more organized before I could be. Um, that decorative, or I would just have to hire somebody like some of my fancy friends be doing and be hiring people come decorate for the season. I ain't going to say no names, but they know who they is.
1: (laughs) Well, listen, I try to change my foreign door. Like I got my standard, like blue plaid pillows on the front bench and I'll change out the other pillows that are with it to be decorative. I got a welcome sign out there, but it's the same a welcome sign. Yeah. I do have like there's some big holidays that I change decor for. There is every once in a while I'll do Valentine's Day. But mm-hmm. again, a lot of it's for the kids, but I do Easter, Thanksgiving and Christmas. For okay. sure, for sure. Yeah. Um now when I only had one kid and I had more time, I did like 4th of July, I did St. Patrick's Day, you know, and stuff at like you. that, but I know I was one, and I do have like a couple of bins and bags, Mm -hmm. you know, in uh, in the uh the what you call it upstairs in (laughs) In the the attic. attic. And I'm just thinking, like right now, like oh, I need to go ahead and pull down that Easter stuff because if I do it this week, like during the week, then it'll be set, you know, for the month. You know, I really love to see
0: that. Like I love, like I've got neighbors who do that, and it's all outside. Like they they pull out. You see them out in their garage. Um, This cute little older couple, they're always like pulling something down out of the attic and putting out their little decoration for their front yard. They put the yard, they put out the little... Uh, the little wooden painted eggs and all this kind of stuff for Easter. Mm -hmm. It's always really cute. And I really love that. Um, but I mean, I feel like that's a cute little change that you can make, um, for your home. If you want to make it festive and make it happy and all of that. I love that. I always thought I would be that kind of person. I just really need to be more organized because organization is my, is my desire, but it's also my nemesis because I'm like, I can't even figure it out to get it right. And I think I get into like, what do you call that? Um decision paralysis like i feel like there are so many different things that i need to do to organize that i don't ever get anything done
1: oh decision paralysis y'all that yeah. is the word <laughs> of the season. like yeah. when you have so much to do that you can't do nothing that's it yes that's it. i have I, I i probably own property in that city <laughs> right i got a little piece of real estate I,
0: yeah right <laughs> Well, um let us know if you like to change seasons and what things you are making new in your marriage this year. We need to shift gears and get up in this key key spot cuz there's some mm. the things that have been going on in the press and with the uh with uh with those that we that we um don't really know but celebrities that we know vicariously through the internet and all things visual entertainment. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So, Misha, you had some information about some, uh, some famous folk out Girl, there
1: in the streets. Girl, let's just first send our condolences out to the Braxton family. Yeah, <sighs> they lost one of the sisters. Um, mm-hmm. if you don't know, if you haven't been, you know, trade the, the Braxton family values Tracy um is one of the sisters she was a part of the group the Braxton's when they were younger and singing Mm -hmm. when um if you know the story when deals came out um for the family Tracy um actually got pregnant and so she could Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. sign the deal and sign on with the sister she had to take a step back and so she missed a big season of her life with that um Braxton family values kind of brought that opportunity back to her and she was able to get back in the limelight, find her voice, find herself, um, mm-hmm. and, and start really doing the things that she thrived in. Like she was, you know, a mother, a wife, she was creative. She was, um, hilarious, Yeah, um, opinionated and just a fun, a very fun spirited thing. She, you know, there were things going on with the sisters as all of them. And, um, she was um she was just tracy and if you watch the show then you grew to like love her and know her the way everyone else did um right. she she had some very um interesting things that went on in her life um but as of lately we learned that for the last year of her life she had been um, battling throat or esophagus cancer mm-hmm and she succumbed to that um, last week, and um, she leaves behind her son, um, I believe a grandchild, mm. and her husband, mm. as well as all of her sisters that we all know and love and um, grandparents. and yeah. So we just um, send our condolences out and we will definitely um, miss her as part of the Braxton sisters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So sad.
1: Um, Definitely condolences
0: to them. Um, But in other news, I hate to just switch gears like that, but in other news, (laughs) there is a bill right now in Alaska that is in the house in Alaska that would right now repeal a provision of law that allows the court to grant permission for someone as young as 14 years old to marry. Hmm, I'm trying to understand what's popping up in Alaska. Like what y'all say? Y'all talking about like is, is it cold and cuddle season start at 14? Like I'm not understanding what the deal is and I don't understand why this is like. It's um, it's gotta go to the Senate still, but um. The amendment for it passed 33 to 3. 33 to 3. Like, y'all, what is up with this? Like, are people that interested in
1: marrying off kids? I mean, I feel like, okay, high school age kids between 14. That's ninth grade. That's eighth and eighth to ninth grade my son is fifteen he's a ninth grader your son could be somebody's husband. my son can't even be a boy like <laughs> how? He could be
0: somebody's husband in Alaska
1: not only that but when you become a husband you also become quickly become a father because you're irresponsible with your pee mm-hmm. um I don't Condone? I, of course, I don't condone this. Who? Why? Why thirty three to three? Who is condoning this? And I mean, this is so archaic. This is old school. Like back in the day, yeah. you hear about like when if you were you know eighteen or twenty and you weren't married, you was like an old maid. Like, like people was questioning mm. was it gonna happen mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is ridiculous. The only, listen, from what we know, back in the day, people married off their children. Yeah. Um, for political movement r- m- finances and land right so if they if countries were at war and they wanted peace they might marry some kids off if they wanted yeah. to merge two countries they might yeah. marry some kids off you right. know they they would be betrothed
0: they'll be betrothed at a young age but they wouldn't be yes. married until they were of age and i don't know which what is sick, which was. was like
1: which was a
0: 15, what, 14, 14, 15 Yes, this is what I'm mm. saying. This is
1: old, this is archaic. Like um they say until they were of an age of the right mind to become a wife. And they mm. raised their children to become wives. So yeah. at age 10 or 11, they would get betrothed. And then when they reached the the teenage age, when they were 13, 14, as soon as like, you know, girls got their menstrual cycle, meaning mm. that they were able to reproduce, then they, it was time for them to be married off so they could mm. do that they could reproduce mm. and create these heirs for kingdoms, you know, mm-hmm.
0: and yeah. Um, yeah.
1: join, you know, to for wealth and yeah. things
0: like that. And so are we going? Is that where we going? I don't know. But um, Alaska seems to feel like that's the thing to do. I think it's disgusting, honestly. Like, I just can't even, I can't even imagine this. Like, what are y'all, you can't even, here's the thing. At 14 to 18, like, one of y'all, you can't have a license to mm-hmm. drive. Mm-hmm. So you can't drive.
1: Yep. Uh, you can't drink. You, you can't, can't drive. drink.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, like, if you can't drive and you can't drink, why why are you able to be, I don't know, be responsible for, one, creating life and then caring for somebody's life? I I ain't talking about babysitting for a couple hours. I'm talking about this your baby that you must raise and attend to and care for. And
1: all of these things like y'all tripping in Alaska flat out. You know what this also does? It waives the um the criminalization of pedophilia. Mm. So you know I heard that the LGBTQIA
0: plus 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 are um are now trying to include something that they are calling minor attracted. To their list of alphabet. Yeah. To
1: not make a pedophilia a bad thing. Illegal. Yeah. So there's a whole movement of people who uh, feel like, you know what? You find women attractive. You find men attractive. I find young children attractive. And they think that's okay. There's a whole movement of people mm. like that. Hell. There is hell for those people. But, <laughs> but yeah. So what this law does in Alaska is. Mm-hmm. It deems pedophilia as legal because if you are a 34, 35, 40, 50 year old man and Mm -hmm. there's a 14 year old girl that you want to marry, then it makes it okay. So nasty. And it makes you not a pedophile because, yeah, of course, this girl who is not even of an adult mind or Mm. body (laughs) or body or body, um, I can legally have sex with her because she's my wife. Disgusting. I can't even. And, and and this is the craziest
0: thing. Like I think that we because we are becoming so much more of a sexualized society, hyper sexualized society, we not, we are discounting like the mental effects of sex at a young age, right? Mm-hmm. Um it's like giving drugs to a kid. Like you don't understand how it impacts their brain development. You don't understand how it impacts their reasoning ability. You don't understand um because there are those that are those that are adults now that had sex at a young age will tell you I ain't know what I didn't know. Right. I thought I knew some things. And then I later in life learned. I didn't know what I didn't know. There are women. You ain't. You You started having sex at a young age. You didn't even have an orgasm until later on. Because you didn't know what you didn't know. You know what I'm saying? You just doing something to be doing something. Because you think it's great. And ooh. Rubby dubby. Feeling good. Like you don't even know what you don't know. So I feel that this is just um, one 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 peg in this, in this, um, our, I don't want to say archaic, but I would say it just really mm, disgusting movement towards sexualizing of children that we really just should not even allow as a a society. And I think as women, as mothers, as wives, um, Mm. we should be, we should be looking at this with clarity, there was one woman who was quoted, who basically said, um, well, I'm, my grandmother was married at 14, and while times have changed, people haven't. I disagree, uh, especially when we talk about how people parent. Children are a lot more sheltered. They yes. are not um, there. We don't give them the level of responsibility that they need anymore. Um, part of it is because we've learned over time that they weren't ready. Right. Um, yeah. and, and you're supposed to be progressing as a society as you age. Right. We ought to be learning things year over year about what kids can do. Now, can kids be smart? Can they start a business? Can they do something amazing and great and genius at a young age? Definitely. Sure. Marriage is a whole different ball of wax that we need to think about very deeply about like can they raise other people can they be responsible for the life of another human can they effectively etch into someone's character to ensure that they grow up to be a great person can they do all of those things like it's hard as as a as a 40 something year old woman right now raising a toddler it's hard and being a wife it's hard i can't imagine being 14 years old with the responsibility it's just it's overwhelming there's don't no do way. it to these kids don't do it to these kids
1: Mm-mm, there's no way
0: there's uh no we way. praying for arkansas because y'all nasty <laughs> alaska yeah alaska Last. but it feels <laughs> like it, it would be something that arkansas would do don't it you know it do feel very Arkansas. i'm sorry y'all i'm sorry arkansas i know y'all like look wait why are you trying to put us in a category with them Listen.
1: oh my goodness listen well is is that all that we have for what's popping in the press no there was one
0: thing in the Kiki spot we had
1: (laughs) go ahead jada got it
0: what they doing they always doing something then we just sign a petition for them to not quit telling everybody their business
1: well lo and behold will smith is talking to uh oprah winfrey's best friend what's her name yeah king Gail King, yes, he did an exclusive one-on-one interview with Gail King, and he said mm-hmm. there has been no infidelity in our marriage. Mm. He said there has never been any. He said me and Jada talk. There has never been anything surprising that happened in our marriage. Mm, we were never really? surprised by anything that occurred. Okay,
0: so, so so Encina is that his name? Uh 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 uh. What's the boy's name? uh (laughs) encina encina i want to call him
1: entanglement you talking about no the name
0: of the boy's name was something encina with the end that she had the entanglement with
1: yes yes i don't
0: remember his name but yeah but anyway Mm -hmm. so that was not a august encina
1: yes yes she didn't
0: have a she didn't know what he wasn't surprised that she was that she was sleeping with the young bug
1: no Uh, it, it was
0: an entanglement (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, intent, oh, whatever. stayed in the house with him. Yeah, right? right? engagement. Yeah, okay, whatever. No, I would say this for sure. How y'all, how y'all define an infidelity? Like, can we, can we just clarify? Infidelity means stepping outside the situation. That's infidelity. But people want to uh, listen. I'm not trying to play with y'all. On, on these semantics because somebody gonna be like well actually you know how we really look at infidelity you know it's like it's, everybody didn't know you know because I mean? we know and we all agree this was not infidelity I hate okay. y'all
1: they everybody knew uh and everybody agreed because to define infidelity it's the action or state of being unfaithful to a spouse or another mm-hmm. sexual partner mm-hmm. so Is it unfaithful, untrue? Mm. Um, But if they told, like he said, we tell each other everything. So if they told each other everything and everything they did, they were operating in the truth. Mm. Then they didn't have any infidelity. Lies, lies they tell
0: to themselves to comfort themselves. (laughs) That's that's the way I'm looking at it. It's lies. It's lies. Mm. Listen, I'm gonna tell you one thing. I don't care if y'all agree. If, if 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 anybody is outside the marriage and they uh entangling with somebody inside the marriage, that is an mm-hmm. infidelity. I don't care what y'all talking about. Y'all that is own- your definition. Of no, infidelity. there's no individual definitions. It's a it's a universal, <laughs> fundamental fact.
1: Y'all out here. They have redefined infidelity in I hate, I hate, Smith I hate
0: pop school. culture. They always redefine it something.
1: Yes. It's and wrong. what you're doing right now is really toxic because you're <laughs> taking the situation in their home and you're subjecting it to your beliefs. And that's just wrong. <laughs> I'm
0: toxic To Will and Jada's marriage.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: not, not August and Sina, Not August. Yes. He's not um, toxic. I'm toxic. Sorry, you guys.
1: They should not have to be subject to your toxicity.
0: Mm, my bad. <laughs> Famous I'm people diet. who don't know me from a can of paint.
1: Um, Girl. Yeah. Yes.
0: I, I don't know. I, I think it's not good. I whatever whatever is we'll see we'll see if they make it to 50 years like grandma and them and then what that book is gonna look like once they hit 50 years we said we wasn't faithful but guess what mm, actually <laughs> we'll see we'll see but you know what i will what, you know what they gonna they all can hate me now but you're gonna love me later because the truth will come out the Boom. truth will set you free oh,
1: mm-hmm. every
0: single time Oh, make sure we are not run out of time oh my goodness i love okay. being in the Kiki spot because we can talk about everything everything everybody and they stuff and give our opinions and be like oh whatever
1: right right but listen we know we got lives to, li- to live we got uh changes to adjust to in our own households mm-hmm. and so it's been fun uh yeah. with the people but let's not get the facts of the wife chat Let's not, you know, leave without giving some more facts and like you mm-hmm. know, making sure that the ladies and the gentleman know that change is inevitable. It's mm-hmm. gonna happen. The seasons mm-hmm. change, our hair gonna change, Lord, you, I, everything gonna change. The weather intention <laughs> is, is specifically is gonna change. Yes. Your marriage is gonna change, your spouse is gonna change, and circumstances in life are going to change you
0: mm-hmm. and how
1: you react. And so let's just make sure that we are conscious that we are doing our best to be aware of who we are in these different seasons and how that affects our marriage and how it affects the intimacy between us and our spouse how we can use those things to grow our marriage and bring us closer together and take it to you know take opportunities to redefine and renew each other Um, Instead of saying, oh, you different and I don't like it. And it's a reason for us not to be together. There are a lot of couples who don't make it through change. Um, Hmm. And that's not what we do. We are here giving y'all the real, real about marriage so that as things come about, you can make it through. You got to keep doing everything you can. Changes in every season to keep loving your husband, to keep pouring into your marriage and doing what is necessary to stay together to death do you part. La Kendra Yeah I I guess Hey listen in
0: the meantime y'all keep on Doing what you do But firstly and always Keep on loving yourself And loving that man We'll see y'all next
1: week Y'all have a good one Peace. Peace